0: We jump in with a special episode only 48 hours after our last because something big happened. Socks in the basement normally out every Wednesday morning. The moment you wake up, it's waiting there for you. Me and Dave and a slew of different guests that come walking through here from my nine-foot homemade oak bar in my basement on the south side of Chicago. But I could not wait. I could not wait till the next episode. I could not wait until next week to dive into what just happened with the Chicago White Sox. We went out and got a real free agent and spent real money. And I'm really excited about it. So sit back, relax, and enjoy a special edition of Socks in the Basement. And if you haven't caught up on last episode, it's still relevant. Because the guy that we're talking about in the middle of it as a possible free agent signing in right field still makes sense. So add this show to that show. And now... On with the show. Yasmani Grandel signs with the White Sox, and I exchange messages, I think, right after he found out about it with James Fox, who's just, like, you know, dropping F-bombs and, and exclamation points. He's so excited about it. He's from Future Sox. He joins us on the line right now. He's been on so many times. James, you said this. You said this was a move they should make. You wrote an article saying this is should be... Their big target that they go get right away, and they should strike early, and they did it. How do you feel today, seeing your team do what you wanted them to do from the get-go?
1: Well, I mean, I'm ecstatic today, but I'm also like a little bit stunned, just because you know, just because it was like the right thing to do doesn't mean that you know it was going to get done. So, I mean, I think they were kind of in the shadows on this, but now, I mean, there was like if you paid attention. You know, you could tell that they were interested. I just didn't know, you know, obviously that they'd outbid like seven, eight teams for him. You know, second, third best catcher in baseball is available without a qualifying offer. Like it's going to cost a lot of money. It can cost a pretty decent amount of money, but honestly, four years, 73 for him, that's a a bargain.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. And it, it fell right in line with what we had discussed on this show. Just, I would want to say about a month ago, I want to tell you, how I found out about this, because I think that you'll get a kick out of this. So yesterday, I get a phone call from my new ticket agent at the White Sox. And he's asking me about my experiences and what was good about the team, what was bad about the team. And he's asking me if, I'm going, if I would be willing to buy season tickets. And I told him, I said, look, when you guys start spending money, I'll start spending it. And I went through exactly what we talk about on the podcast. I did tell him eventually that I do this Socks in the Basement podcast. Uh, you know, cause he's just going off a list. And so then we talked a little bit about that, but I was, t- I was really explicit with him. I'm like, you know, they need to go get their, st- these starting pitchers. They need to spend money. They need, they left a bad taste in White Sox fans mouths. And when they start spending money, I'll start spending money. I got a phone call before it hit <laughs> Twitter. I'm not joking. I got a phone call from my ticket agent to be, Before it hit Twitter and I can hear people in the background in the office where they're calling from and they're hitting high fives and cheering in the background and he has me on speakerphone and he goes you know what's going to hit Twitter here in about 30 seconds and I go what he goes we just signed Yasmani Grandel and I'm like no you didn't. And I'm like, he's like, will you buy tickets if it comes up on Twitter? Like, this guy was so pumped he had the room standing around while they called me to tell me that they signed Grandel from the White Sox ticket office. I thought it was hysterical. I told him he's got to go get Zach Wheeler and then we'll talk.
1: Yeah, so that, I mean, that's, that's why you, uh, you know, you lost my phone number somehow because you, you just, like, immediately broke your phone and changed numbers. <laughs> I, I see how that, you know. <laughs> you're, like, you're like, I don't want season tickets. I go, oh, wait, wait, wait a minute. I, I didn't think you guys
0: were actually going to do anything before Thanksgiving. Like, come on now. Do, do you think do you think that, uh, I mean, like, right away this thing happens, I just kind of assume that the Sox go right back at Wheeler's camp because I've been assuming this now for the last week or so that he's there he's their target they're going after and they go now we've got a guy that frames pitches better than anybody else in baseball and and we're ready right now sign with us we're moving
1: on to the next person do you think that that's the way they're approaching things right now yeah I do I think Wheeler's the top target um I mean I you know I had heard a lot about Zach Wheeler I really didn't hear that much about Yasmani Grandall at least from people that I trust so which, which doesn't really mean anything I mean I don't you know, like, you know, if you would have told me that they signed Zach Wheeler today, I I wouldn't have really been that surprised. I would be like, okay, they're prioritizing pitching. He's probably the best guy on the market other than, you know, the uh, big two guys that they're probably not going to get. So that, that wouldn't really surprise me that much. I mean, you know, they could sign him tomorrow. I wouldn't be that shocked, but I do think, you know, it could, it could happen before Thanksgiving. I think that, some of these non-Boris clients, you know, I think are going to start coming off the board because there's no, re- there's really no reason not to. I mean, they find out their market. They take the best deal wherever that may be. And hopefully that's with the Sox. I and mean, I think Wheeler Wheeler makes a ton of sense.
0: I think the reason White Sox fans got so excited after this happened and White Sox Twitter blew up and my father was on the phone with me three times today. He uh, He was on the phone with me when it first happened. He was on the phone with me after he looked up Grandal's stats, and 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 then he was on the phone with me because he listened to something on the radio and he had to tell me all about it. Like I wasn't paying attention myself. I mean, he's giddy. Yeah. He's you know he's 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 approaching seventy, and the man is the man is giddy that he, that this is all that we're coming out of this fog. Do you think it's safe now? Because I got negative Dave next to me all the time. Do you think it's safe now to assume this was just the beginning? Like this would be a a massive disappointment if the only thing they did this this offseason was Yasmani Grandal, right?
1: Yeah, no, I, I don't think that this is going to be Grandall and then, like, a bunch of patchwork signings, but I also, you know, I also don't think the role is going to be $200 million. So, I mean, you know, if you you sign a Zach Wheeler, right, it would be another massive addition. Like, if I would have told you a month ago when, when I visited with you the last time that, you know, it's Grandall and Wheeler for sure, I mean, I think we both would have been, like, you know, thumbs up for that. Um, you know, and then I think right field is a huge problem like right field could be they could keep spending and just, you know, wait out Nick Castellanos and, and see there or they could, you know, go the trade route. I mean, they, they have a lot of options there, but it's good to not be not be back into a corner there. If, you know, you already have Grandall, which you kind of solve your left handed problem. And we talked about not being slaves to handedness. But I mean, you know, they, they want a lefty to balance this thing out. Well, now that guy doesn't have to come in right field which I think is good. So, yeah, I think there's, you know, three to, at least three to four more moves. There's going to be a starting pitcher. Um, you're going to get a right fielder. And then after that, it could just be, you know, like another, like a back-end veteran to help out maybe a second baseman to start the year, like a Jason Kipnis or somebody, because I, I don't really know if Madrigal is going to start with the team. You know, they, they broke their franchise record today. I do think they'll broke their franchise record one more time this off season. But I don't know if they'll break it twice. The
2: one
0: thing that's been brought up, and I would love to get your take on this. There's been a few people. Most people say this is a great, this a great deal. Most most national analysts and most local analysts, everybody's like, you know, this is amazing. The White Sox did this, but there has been a few people have sat there and said the White Sox gave that extra year, and they're not going to get that extra year out of them. Like he's, everybody else was offering three years. The only reason the White Sox got it was a fourth year. I've already read one report where somebody's trying to say that, and it's tough because there's so much stuff flying around. So it's hard for me to attribute where I got it from. But the idea was that the other people that had talked to Grondell, the other teams were all at three years. And the White Sox said, we'll add on the fourth year, but you got to take it now. So the idea is that the White Sox get a good player, but that last year they're going to be paying a lot for not very much. What's your thoughts on that?
1: Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, look, there might be some truth to it. I mean, I think being in the American league helps because I think like Gizmonte Grandal is a 35 year old DH isn't really going to be that big of a deal. I mean, if he's not giving you much in the catching department at that point, like, I think he's still going to be able to hit. And I think like people also need to realize like, you know, kind of what team we root for. I mean, it's the Chicago white Sox. Like they're, you know, I thought they'd have to pay a tax on some of these guys and I thought that would be a heck of a lot more money than $73 million. So I honestly, like it's not really something I worry about. I mean, you're gonna spend money on free agents. I think it's what Andrew Friedman what did Andrew Friedman always say like you're you know if you wanna get the best deal like you're always gonna finish second or third in free agency. It's just not not feasible so yeah i mean the back the back end of that deal might might not be great, but four years from now if they're you know if they've had two division titles and playoff runs or something, I don't think anybody's gonna care that you gotta 35-year-old switch hitting DH that doesn't catch very much anymore.
0: All right. It happened. I'm excited about it. I know you're excited about it. You're th- you're saying Wheeler next. That's what you're thinking.
1: Yeah, I th- I mean, if you, yeah, if you, like, maybe guess their next transaction, I think Wheeler, I just think. And there is, like, a lot of smoke about it, which, you know, sometimes with the White Sox, that means, like, probably not. Yeah, he thinks so, too. I, you know what? I, but
0: we've had this thing we've been talking about the last couple of weeks, and it's interesting that, it seems like the socks are trying to keep certain things close to their vest. Like, I wouldn't be surprised at this point after watching what happened with Grandal. And I'm going to say it and you're going to be like, ah, that's crazy and that wouldn't happen and whatever. But I wouldn't be shocked anymore after watching how this came about. We really didn't see a lot of things like indicating that they were getting close or anything like that with going after him. I wouldn't be surprised if all of a sudden they announced something more along the lines of like, They got Bumgarner while they were making everybody think they were going after Wheeler. I feel like this team got burned last year, and they they they've approached this a little bit differently. Am I nuts to think that?
1: No, it could definitely. I mean, the Sox are like that, right? I mean, one o'clock tomorrow afternoon, their Twitter account could announce that they signed Addison Bumgarner, and I think people, you know, would be surprised, but they'd also be like, oh, that's typically how the White Sox do business. So, I mean, with the Grand All thing, like Steve Stone kind of hinted at it, so maybe we should have known. Like, it was like, you know, in one of Scott Merton's mailbags, like, they brought up Grandall, But it wasn't like, you know, when you go to these websites and you see, like, oh, suitors for Yasmini Grandall, the socks were never even, like, lifted for him. And I think some of that is just, you know, out-of-town, like, laziness from the national media. they thinking, like, oh, they have James McCann. He's an all-star. Why would they be interested in Grandall. I kind of liked the fact that they weren't really linked to him because I had known – you know, I knew a little about the history. Like they wanted to draft him the year that they ended up taking sale and like Grandal was gone. They offered him a multi-year deal last off-season that he didn't take because I think it was significantly less money than this one. So, I mean, they were always interested. Yeah,
0: no, I'm excited about it. James, you're doing great stuff over at Future Sox. I appreciate you jumping on here and talking with me. I I hope that we have the off-season this year. With us talking to you about these kind of acquisitions that we wanted to have last year and the fact that I have not had Turkey yet and we're already having like a <laughs> know, major story. Signing. I I this is awesome.
1: Yeah, it's usually what? The Thanksgiving signings are usually getting spurned by Tory Hunter like before <laughs> Thanksgiving, you know? So talk to
0: James Fox. Now let's talk to the guy that I got the most tweets about today. The Sox in the Basement account started celebrating the signing of Yasmani Grandel, and I got so many people saying, what's Dave going to say? I could have waited till he could get over here to the bar next week, but instead I got him on the line. Buddy, are you excited? What's up, Chris? Did we get Matt Joyce yet? No, no, we got, we got the best pitch framer in, in all
2: of baseball last year. I'm kidding. No, I, don't know. I don't know exactly what happened. It's really funny. I was actually just, I sent you a text the other day, and I said, Chris, you know what's funny? White Sox always seem to break news the day after our podcast is released. I think they're, like, trolling us. What do you think?
0: It's possible, because it's funny how the news gets real. The news comes out before the corporate podcast, but after ours. And it's, been, <laughs> like, it's almost like, but that's a good thing. That means we are the trigger for exciting things to happen. You know? I mean, they had Grandal. It sounds like they actually knew that he was signing the day before, but they released it the next day. And I don't care. I wanna be the I wanna be the podcast that's putting pressure on the organization to do things like this. I'm super pumped. I'm super pumped about this move. I think
2: it's really telling that they opted to fill the position of catcher first. Um, but then I kind of thought about it and I was like, well, that makes sense because you don't know what you're going to get with Zach Collins if you're going to get anything with Zach Collins. You also don't know what you're going to get with James McCann. Are you getting first half of the year, James McCann, or are you getting last half of the year, James McCann? Because there's a big difference between the two. Now you don't have to worry about that. you know I mean, if they did something very un-White socks today. I mean, I am uh, I have no problem eating crow I you know because. I didn't think they were going to get anybody. You know, I thought that basically what you're going to get was a repeat of last year, where you know, they're making token offers to people and they're bargain shopping, and they, at least they can tell their fan base, "Hey, we tried." No, they, they didn't try. They actually went ahead and spent the money and set the market and got the best player at the position that they needed. Uh, I really hope. That this isn't it. I really hope that there's going to be an announcement of, you know, a Zach Wheeler or a Madison Mountain home gardener to follow because they did a great thing today. There's still a lot more work to do though. And I think you would probably agree with me about that.
0: Yeah, there is a lot more to do, but uh, the the best part about it is that they've done something. We talked about it last off season where we were trying to say, watch what they're doing, watch what they're saying, and that's how you'll know what they're actually trying to do. We called the Machado thing very early on and thought Machado over Harper because of the things that they were doing. We thought they would succeed, and they fell short. And so now you see a thing where a lot of reports are now saying that all the other teams were offering three years, and the White Sox said, we'll add a fourth. And they did that, and they said, but if we had the fourth, you got to sign now. They, they went that little extra bit they needed to do to make the deal because their intention is to make more deals. If your intention was only to make one deal, you're not given ultimatums before Thanksgiving. You need to make this deal so you can make the next deal. And that's what this is right here. So this deal does nothing but explain to White Sox fans the rebuild is complete. It is now time to add free agents And go 2020 is a completely different year than the last several years. I mean, in in reality, think of it this way. Let's all just forget that the last decade even occurred. We're starting off the roaring twenties, which is amazing to me. I'm going to put my flapper outfit on. We're starting off the roaring twenties with a white socks team that intends to compete now for this decade. And this was the signal that they may have this, they have to still do stuff. I don't know if they will. I don't know if they're gonna make mistakes. I don't know if they're gonna, they're gonna get the guys they want. I mean, there's no guarantees this works out, but the intention is to do something. And you have to think if they are willing to give the extra year to Grandal to get the deal done now, they're gonna go to Zach Wheeler and say, fine, we'll give you the extra year or whatever. Or they're gonna go to Mad Bum and they're gonna say, which uh, this is the deal, which one he is taken it first. But so, they have an intention
2: to do a lot more than just one guy. Today was a move that had to happen. They had to send that message loud and clear to White Sox fans like myself who had absolute, who were absolutely completely not convinced that they were going to do anything. They had to send that message, and they had to send it early and loud and clear. They have to send that message to the rest of MLB also that, hey, we – we're here. We've arrived. We, we are going to be a desirable, a desirable location for MLB free agents. They've got to send that message out now because you're right. They have to be able to sign more people. And this move helps convince uh, other major league free agents that are still out there that you'd love to see in a White Sox uniform that, hey, Give us a chance, you know. Give it a chance. We're we're gonna do what we need to do to be a winner, and go the extra mile, be it either in years or dollar amounts or both, to to get you here, Mr. Desirable Free Agent Person, and and build a winner here. Dave, I'm looking forward to seeing you here
0: in a couple of days, and we'll get back to the regular show, and we'll have a lot more to talk about. For sure, man. That skepticism that's still there inside of Dave, and you can hear it, there's still skepticism, is justified. Steve Paradzinski, writer that's been on this show several times, wrote an article, and it's the first, I believe, of many that will be exclusive to the Socks in the Basement website at socksinthebasement.com. You can go there now. Find the menu bar if you're on your mobile phone. It's in the top left corner. If you're on a PC, you're right on your laptop, whatever you got the actual full page, you'll see it in one of the columns, one of the links under analysis. Steve Perazinski is now writing for Socks in the Basement. He already has his first article up with reaction and an understanding of the skepticism that still may be there after getting Yasmani Grandel. Although I'm drinking the Kool-Aid, I'm bathing in it right now, actually. So if you need a splash of cold water on your face, check that out as well when you get a chance. Sox in the Basement returns on its normal day, Wednesday. Unless, of course, Zach Wheeler signs this weekend. Then we're going to do like a record number of shows. This is fun. Think of all the other Major League Baseball teams that have had like nothing big happen for them. Like we're having fun. You know what? And we deserve it. My wife, she calls me up and she goes, how's your day going? And I go, The White Sox signed Yasmani Grandel. And she she don't know what the hell I'm talking about. She's like, that's nice. Good for you. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I mean, it really wasn't me. I mean, the team signed him and, you know, it's been just a long rebuild. And I'm like, wait, hold on a second. Yeah, good for me. Good for all of us. We suffered. We deserve this. We deserve to overreact to one free agent signing and just enjoy this. Enjoy being fans because this has been a rough road. Now keep going. garner, Wheeler. Let's make some deals. Let's be the hottest stove in the hot stove. Socks in the basement, found each and every week. And sometimes, especially, just popping up out of nowhere. Everywhere podcasts can be found and always at socksinthebasement.com.
2: Socks in the basement. Socks in the basement. Socks in the basement. Socks in the basement. Heard everywhere. Podcasts can be found, and always on socksinthebasement.com.